Hi everyone. Internships are a very important part of one's career. They teach you valuable skills, help you improve your networking and understanding of the job environment, and even sometimes lead to a full-time job offer. I'm Ryan Decker, and today I'm joined by Mia Norton and Garrett Braun to discuss our internship experience with you. We've learned a lot from our various internships uh, through the years, and so we want to pass that knowledge to you and give you some helpful tips and tricks and things that you should know before you start the internship process, whether you're just starting to apply for internships or whether you have one lined up already. Uh, this panel will help you, you know, navigate that process and really succeed. Garrett and Mia are here to discuss our internship experiences. We are all tutors from the BCL. And we just want to talk about the experiences that we've had in our prior internships to kind of give you an idea of what to expect, um, but also know how to navigate the process going forward. So Garrett and Mia, can each of you introduce yourself and the internships that you've had in the past? Garrett, starting with you. Sure. Uh, so like Ryan said, I'm Garrett. I've had internships my freshman, sophomore, and senior year. Um, the first two years were in the same company back home, a uh, local credit union. And then this past summer, I had an internship with Gartner uh, down in Fort Myers. So a variety there of experiences to talk about. And I'm Mia. I had an internship in my sophomore and my junior year. My sophomore year was with Edward Jones and my junior year was with Deloitte. Yeah, and I had an internship last summer with Walmart. And then I also have one um, that I will be completing this summer at PwC. So Garrett, I know you did more of the uh, finance and maybe a little bit of supply chain. I know those are your majors uh, with your first two internships. And then Mia, obviously, uh, finance and accounting as well. Um, can you talk about just a little bit more about the process of what getting these internships was like? Yeah, the process is, it kind of depends on the internship specifically, but so early on, especially freshman and sophomore years or when you don't have a ton of experience, a lot of it is networking and, and trying to find ways in with people that you know or just somebody that can kind of give you that first opportunity. And then after that, the process is a lot of applying and, you know, a lot of times you're going to get a lot of rejection letters and different things, but, you know, continually applying, looking into companies and adjusting your applications to really fit. Uh, the different companies and things you're looking for. So it's a long process sometimes, but you kind of just have to keep going with it. Yeah, that was one yeah. of the things that I saw, um, especially when I was going through. I didn't really have as many connections uh, for like freshman year, um, but sophomore year is when I started going to the career fairs and really um, doubling down on the you know internship process of going to the career fairs, meeting people, um, networking, things like that. And so I saw that really putting in that time and effort at the beginning, a lot of times earlier than you think you need to, uh, really pays off in the long run. Yeah, I would say it's kind of different for every internship. The process looks different for each company. Um, I think, you know, for my finance internship, I actually sought that out through Leadership Walton, and that process was a lot shorter. Whereas with my accounting internship, I was going to dinners and making those relationships as a sophomore, but didn't even have the interview until my um, junior year. So I think the process really changes for the firms and for whatever the internship is for. Yeah, I can definitely start uh, looking in different times. So for my first internships, you know, they didn't even post their internships until the spring. And so it was pretty quick turnaround in terms of applying, going through. Whereas 
my most recent internship, I had accepted the position right around uh, Thanksgiving break. So at that time, you know, it started looking September, I think, into that one. So it can really depend on the company itself and when they're posting and all the different uh, things that they're going through on their end as well. Yeah, I know, especially with uh, public accounting, which both Mia and I are familiar with, um, they start over a year in advance. Uh, so I was interviewing for the internship that I will have this upcoming summer um, back sophomore year, I think first semester. Um, they just wanted to get to know me and to kind of you know build that relationship really, really early. Um, so a lot of times you may not think that you should go through the process that early um, or you should get started that early because there's no point, right? But a lot of times that connection that you've developed for a longer period of time will end up helping you in the long run. And I think thinking back to the process, it was really different between my two internships. Like I know for my accounting one, I had to apply on Handshake and then on their actual website. And that was kind of the application process. But for the Edward Jones one, I just reached out to them at a Leadership Walton lecture and he gave me an email and I went through their website and did it all through them and not through the university. So I think it differs between internships, um, the application process. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. One thing with, uh, you know, having these opportunities to meet companies and really get to know them. Career fair is great, obviously. Um, it's a great way to learn about companies, kind of put your name out there, but also these networking events and things like you were talking about, Mio, with Leadership Walton um, and having those opportunities to talk to companies or learn about companies that may not be at the career fair or uh, various things like that. Can you talk about the process even more specifically with Edward Jones about how you got that through Leadership Walton? Yeah, absolutely. And just to add on that, I think that joining RSOs that you're interested in, whether it's things like AMA, Beta Alpha Psi, or Leadership Walton, will kind of help connect you to those employers that you're trying to get a job with. And so for Leadership Walton, they host a bunch of lectures with different employers, and we're supposed to attend, I think, six of them. And so I just attended one with Edward Jones. I stayed after the meeting, shook his hand, thanked him for the presentation, and expressed an interest in um, you know, doing an internship in finance. And I just got his email, sent him an email and reminded him and thanked him again. And he sent me an application link and that's how it started. And he basically vouched for me and got me through that interview process. Yeah, and that's something that's really valuable um, that a lot of people may not think of, especially when they go to these lectures or networking events or things like that, is if you can develop that meaningful connection with the person there, they may not be the person that's directly hiring you, but they still have a say in the company and they still can vouch for you, like you said, and really, you know, set you on the right path there. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was one thing I saw with my uh, Walmart internship last summer is I originally talked to someone who wasn't hiring for the internship that I ended up getting. Um, it was a different internship through Walmart, but they got to know me. They got to know, um, you know, who I was, what I was doing. And then they passed my information along uh, to this other, the global audit department, which is where I ended up interning. And so, you know, that meaningful connection, even though it wasn't someone directly in the department that I ended up at, they still passed my information along and vouched for me and really um, played a key role in helping me get that internship. I think kind of a lot of the things that we talk about, especially at the BCL is the importance of once you have that connection too, to make sure that you're 
following up with it and going through it. So once you make that great connection or you make that, uh, you know, meeting with that person to send that follow-up email saying, you know, I really enjoyed talking about X, Y, Z, whatever you talked about with them, or just kind of giving them a reminder as you pass along your resume or, or kind of just continuing that conversation, whether it's via email, LinkedIn, whatever it is. And that way you can kind of continue that relationship, even if it's something that right now you're not looking for a specific position. It's something that later on in your career you can leverage or, you know, just kind of bring back up uh, when there is a position that fits your skills. Yeah, let's talk about the use of LinkedIn because I think it's a it's really valuable, especially for people looking for internships, but also keeping up those relationships as they go. Yeah, I think LinkedIn is really good in that aspect of you don't need to do too much work to find either the group of people that you're looking for, even if it's not a specific person. If you know you have an interest in a certain area, a company, a role, it's pretty easy to find as you're going through. And the networking from that aspect can be pretty easy because you can send out messages without much difficulty. So if you maybe they aren't coming to campus, they're not going to the career fairs or these networking events, you can build those relationships through there. And then once you have that connection, you can even look who they're connected to and you know, kind of continue to go down the line. So if you're really interested in a specific company or area, you know, their connections then become the next path that you can start talking to. So it's a really good, you know, foundation for all of that that I think people are starting to realize that you can use more, but isn't used as much early on in college as you could be using it. Yeah, for sure. I think one of the other things about LinkedIn that's super key is, you know, when you do follow those companies that you're trying to get a job with, or you're even updating your own personal LinkedIn, I think it's really great to compare and see if your interests are aligned to figure out if that's the right company for you. And I'm sure you guys had to think about these things too, because we all worked and interned at different companies. But for me, it was like with Deloitte and Edward Jones, they were posting things on their LinkedIn or liking or commenting on things that I felt were aligned with my values and things I would want to kind of contribute to a company. And so did y'all kind of see similar things on LinkedIn or how did you guys decide that that was the right company for you to have an internship with? Yeah, definitely. One thing that I did uh, before I went through the whole er, interview process for these internships is I made sure to follow them on LinkedIn. Uh, connect with some people that I knew worked there uh, to kind of see what they were doing on a daily basis, what they were, uh, what the company was about, you know, values, things they're working on, things like that, Um, just to kind of get an overall picture of the company before I even uh, went in and met the people in the interview. Um, So that was really important to me because there were a lot of, uh, you know, different companies, lots of companies are out there hiring for similar positions. Um, And so it's really figuring out where you'd fit best. And I think that's a good way to at least do that before you meet the people in the, uh, you know, in the interview or things like that. And LinkedIn is a great way to do that. Yeah. And being engaged in LinkedIn, not only seeing what other companies are doing, but that's a way that you can kind of help yourself stand out is being engaged on LinkedIn, sharing things that are important in the fields that you're looking into or things that you're doing on campus. So, if you're you know, part of a club and you had a fundraiser or a big event, sharing about that uh, and you know, tagging people that were involved and just kind of showing that you're more than just a profile on LinkedIn is really important because it's not enough to just you know, have a, a profile on there that isn't updated with what you're doing. They want to see that you're actively involved, that you're checking it, that you're responding to messages and kind of just showing that it's an accurate representation of what you're doing, who you are like right now. 
Right. Yeah. Companies don't want to see that you just have a LinkedIn, even though you don't do anything with it. They want to see you active on there, um, posting things and almost making it like a supplement to your resume, right? They see your resume, but a post on LinkedIn about, um, you know, an award you got or a event that you helped host or something like that really puts it more in context to them and shows them that you're really active in those organizations and that you're passionate about that. And that's one thing too, whenever, let's say you get to the point where you have multiple internship offers or interviews and you're trying to decide between them. Um, I know this was a big thing for me uh, when I was deciding sophomore year between Walmart and Phillips 66. Uh, They both had similar internship positions, uh, but I just, you know, I went to LinkedIn, I looked at their uh, pages, I looked at what they're doing, asked some people about what the internship looks like, uh, what a day-to-day thing uh, would be at the company, and then made my decision from there. So it's a really useful tool in that regard, too. So I'm kind of curious, because I'm sure all of our interview processes look different. What did you guys think was the most difficult part of the interview process? Uh, the interviews were different throughout. Uh, again, it kind of differs on the company. Every company has their own way of doing it. Uh, but my most recent uh, internship, the most difficult part of the interview was actually once you get to the last stage they had, they sent uh, an Excel file with data and had me run these different calculations or solve these problems and then present it to the two different teams like within a couple hours of each other um, online. So a lot of it was, first of all, making sure that you're doing the work correctly in the data, but then it's also your presentation skills, your virtual skills. So being able to make sure that any technical difficulties that come up that you deal with um, and you're presenting to people that you have no idea what they're looking for or what they're, you know, kind of judging you about. So it's a lot at once to be doing when you don't know exactly um, what the company is looking for. But the big thing with that is just kind of being confident in the skills that you've gained in college and being ready to answer questions or if they have questions you can explain your thought process because a lot of times they care more about what your thought process is than what the actual answer was in that situation. Yeah that's a uh, similarly I had an interview where it was more of a technical interview so they had probably about 15 minutes or so of actual um, finance and accounting based questions and so I when I going into it I didn't really expect this and so I just expected a normal behavioral interview where they just ask about situations Um, and how you performed in them or things like that. Uh, But it was really, it caught me off guard, but I just trusted in what I'd learned in classes because, you know, that's what you go to college for is to learn and learn how to think on your feet and how to uh, problem solve and things like that. Uh, So when you are presented with some sort of technical challenge in an interview, whether it's right on the spot or if you have a little bit of time to figure something out, um, just trusting in what you've learned and, you know, making sure that you detail your thought process. Uh, that was one of the things that they told me that they liked about my response is that I detailed out exactly what I was thinking as I went through it. Uh, similar to what you said, Garrett, about how they want to know how you think instead of if you can just come up with the right answer. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a really important part. It wasn't for an internship, but my most recent interview, uh, the last stage panel interview, and I'm sure Uh, other companies will do it for the uh, internship process was when they gave um, theoretical questions they said 
literally out loud talk us through what your thought process is for what your decision would be in this situation. So it's not just what would you do? It's like, what would you do? Why would you do it? What are all the things you're thinking of? Because they want to see, are you considering these factors? You know, what is kind of going through your head to see if you'd be even a fit um, just in the terms of how you think and the way you go about solving problems. Because a lot of times uh, companies and teams have different ways of going about problems. So they want to see how you uh, would kind of fit into the team that way. Definitely. I also think something slightly different from what y'all mentioned that I experienced throughout my interview process was specific things about the company. So them asking me, what client would you like to work for? What's an industry that you would be most keen on participating and, you know, during your internship with and just little specifics or what's a project that our company's working on that you want to be involved in. So just making sure that you've done your research before you walk into that interview, that you truly know what that company is, what they stand for and why you want to be a part of it. I think that's a really key part to a lot of firms because they really want to know that you're there for them just as much as they're there for you. Yeah. And kind of on that, point with the research you're doing. I think it helped me stand out. I'm not sure if you guys have the same experience, but using that research then, even if they aren't asking those questions, to ask the kind of specific questions that show that you're looking a little bit deeper. So, you know, rather than just asking, oh, what would a day-to-day look like or something like that, you're asking, I saw that you have this initiative, you know, could I be involved in that? Or, you know, kind of asking some specific things like that. I don't know if uh, during your internship process, if you went through that, but I know it was something during interviews that can help stand out for me is showing that you've done the, taken the time, done the research to go a little bit deeper than what other applicants have. Definitely. Yeah. If they see that you are, you know, if you've done your research, if you're passionate about the causes that they're also passionate about as a company, um, then that helps them realize that this would be a good fit, right? So interviews go both ways. You obviously want to make sure that Uh, your values align with the company's values so that it would make sense for you. Um, But they're also looking for the same thing. They're looking to see if your values match with their values. Uh, So that's definitely something that it goes both ways and making sure that you've done your research to really understand, um, you know, what the company is about and also how that you could fit in with that. Yeah. So one thing, Mia, I know that you, had your inter- part of your internship was abroad. Uh, did your interview process look any different for this? Yes. So I um, interned in Australia and this is part of the international program that my firm does. And the interview process was completely separate from the interview process for the internships. So I did the interview process about a year uh, in advance from the internship. And then the interview for the international portion was only about five months before And so that process was a lot different. The questions were really geared towards why did I want to go abroad? How would that benefit my career? I had to submit a statement as to why I thought that location would benefit me and then an additional resume and more information. It was just really more questions specifically targeted towards why going abroad. Yeah, and that's something you'll probably see at different companies, even if it's not for Um, an internship abroad, but even if it's just for a specific program or something like that, every application process, every interview process looks different. And so really being adaptable and staying up to date with all the things that they're asking you for, uh, because no two interview processes will look the exact same. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, so we've talked a little bit about what the application process looks like, you know, how to get the internship, but let's say you have the internship now. Um, so thinking back to our experiences last summer, because I believe we all did summer internships, uh, what was the biggest thing that you didn't expect going into the internship that you learned from? Uh, I think the biggest thing that, I mean, it's tough to prepare in the sense of what you don't expect, but I think I was just kind of, yeah, I wasn't expecting to immediately kind of hit the ground running when you get there. So we had a day of training with all the interns. And then the next day, I started with my team and my manager had just come back from PTO. So he had six big meetings lined up with, you know, VPs of sales all throughout the country. And immediately he was like, I'm going to have you sit in on these meetings, you know, listen, just to kind of get acclimated to what we're talking about and you know start to learn the lingo um and the hardest part and the biggest thing initially was uh when you first start an internship it can kind of be like they're speaking a different language with all the acronyms and all the you know abbreviations that they use and so you know get through all those um meetings and can be like i'm sure that would make sense if i understood you know what these things <laughs> were and you know immediately going asking those questions to the manager but i think just how quickly things can ramp up if your team's looking to get you involved and how ready you kind of have to be to acclimate to their environment, uh, which is what can be a lot different than what you're used to in school. Yeah. Yeah. I would kind of say that with the internship, the first week for us, the whole week was training. And I don't think I realized how much information I was meant to absorb. In fact, the person training us said, be a sponge. And so absorb all the information that we're throwing at y'all. And so we all had notebooks that they gave us and I would write down every acronym, every term and every key little shortcut I learned on their systems. I would try to write it down because also understanding that if this is somewhere where you want to work full time, a lot of that information that you're learning during the internship, you're probably going to forget between the span of you starting to work full time because you don't work full time, at least in my case, for a whole year and a half. And so all of that information I really wrote down in detail so I could keep it for when I do start full time. So that way that information is still there. Yeah. Similarly with me, they had a training period at the beginning, but my project also happened to fall during the same time. Um, so I was kind of working on training and doing the majority of my project at the same time, right at the beginning. And so it was a little overwhelming and it was something that I didn't really expect, but I really enjoyed um, because you really learn uh, the most stuff when you're just thrown into the fire, right? Uh, so yeah. having a little bit of knowledge about how to go about it is nice. Um, but then, you know, learning by doing and realizing that you are an intern. And so while you're expected to do really good work, they also realize that you're not expected to know everything. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a little, big thing. Yeah. When you're let's talk doing about that, that a little more. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that's something that I kind of noticed with you can be a little scared at first to be asking those questions or afraid to be making those mistakes. I know when I started off, uh, my manager would say, you know, we're looking to try to run this report or we want to see what this would look like uh, if you ran it against this data. And I would have a general idea of, you know, kind of the direction to go, but I wouldn't know exactly what to do or I would get stuck or I would do something that I thought would be, you know, get the answer and would come back. Is there some issue in the formula uh, that I need to change? And, just not being afraid to call over the manager or somebody else on the team or whoever you feel comfortable talking to and explain the situation and ask those questions because they do understand that you're an intern and that you're not going to be immediately able to jump in and know as much as people that have been working there for, you know, 15 years. And so just having the confidence to say, 
this is what you asked. I'm on this path. You know, does this look right? How could I do this? Or I'm trying to do this. Do you know a way that, you know, I could go about it? So just not being afraid to do that. Yeah, definitely. One thing that uh, was interesting to me is that I didn't really expect once I got to the internship that there were a lot of different things that I had to consider while I was there. Um, so I knew that, you know, obviously you have to do good work. You have to, um, you know, follow manager's directions and really provide value to the company. But uh, one thing that I realized pretty early on was that it's really like an extended interview. The, the internship is you have to continue networking. You have to continue getting to know people, continue proving yourself along the way. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what that networking process and uh, that extended interview look like for each of you? Yeah, so I would say one of the key things that I didn't really realize is that every happy hour, every kind of intern event, my senior manager, my coach, all the important people in my internship process were there kind of watching to see how me and my friends were interacting and all the other interns and how they were kind of discussing things or working in teams. We had a lot of projects. Um, and so I really made an effort probably more of an effort to reach out to these other interns, introduce myself, really make those connections and kind of show the employer that I can work in teams. I can be thrown in situations with people. I don't know from, you know, people from all over the U S and I think that's really key is making connections, not just with your manager, senior manager, your team and you know, your coach, but also the other interns, because those are the people that will be starting when you start full time too. And so that's super important to have those connections because when you need help with something dumb and you don't want to ask your senior manager, that's, those are the people that you want to go to first. Yeah. Exactly. And kind of on that with the team aspect, uh, we had an intern that we had a group project throughout the summer and, uh, he, as we were going through it, we were finding that he was difficult to work with and different issues or not listening to the plan that we had kind of put together and everyone else had agreed on. Um, and throughout that, and then we presented it to these senior manager teams and all these people. And he stood out that way for the wrong reason for, you know, his section looking different, being, you know, not the way that it was supposed to be. And it ended up being something where he doesn't get an offer after the internship because he was, you know, uh, known to be difficult working with teams. He didn't listen to direction very well. Uh, he would fight back on feedback. And so just because you're working with other interns doesn't mean that that can affect it too. It's not just working with teams of people that work there. It's also your fellow interns and showing that you can get along with people of your peers because they're looking at everything that you're doing, not just what you're doing at your desk or what you're doing directly to your manager. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one of those things you can do great work individually, but if you can't work on a team, uh, it's going to be very hard for them to see you as a valuable asset to the company uh, because everything is done in teams, especially that's one thing that I saw. Nothing is really done completely alone. Um, so you may have one thing that's primarily your project that you're working on, uh, but you still get help from others. You still have a manager who works with you on it. Um, and things like that. So being able to work in teams, being able to communicate with people and just, you know, it, people want to have fun at work or be able, at least be able to communicate with you and be around you without being annoyed or whatever. 
Yeah. So did you guys do anything that you felt was different than most of your peers in terms of standing out or how you kind of presented yourself during the internship to make sure or, or help out to the eventual, you know, offer hopefully or to kind of continue into a career path? Yeah. So one thing that I did, um, there were, there were a lot of technology technologies and tools that were being introduced uh, by the company to us interns as kind of a way to show us what they were doing in the space and how things are changing. And so we had a couple of tutorials on the program called Alteryx. And I was at the beginning of the summer, I was given a project to pull the reports for timesheet reporting. So like how many hours you worked on a specific project for a week. Um, and they originally gave that to me in Excel. Uh, and they had a pre-existing template uh, that would have been pretty easy for me to just continue working on. Uh, but I was like, oh, well, why, do, why don't I use this new tool, Alteryx, uh, to automate this process, make it easier, faster, um, and more efficient for the company in the future? Uh, so that's what I did. Uh, I kind of took the initiative. No one told me to do that. Um, but they definitely supported me along the way as I told them that that was something that I was working on. And they provided me with the resources and uh, things like that to help me succeed. And I talked to various people in the company to get their feedback and uh, really make sure that it was something that would provide value. But taking initiative like that and doing other things um, to stand out and doing things that aren't necessarily asked of you, um, you know, obviously still okaying it with your manager or whoever, um, but, you know, going through that process and figuring out ways you can provide value beyond just your given project or something. Yeah, I would say in addition to taking initiative, I think just asking for more work because in, in a firm, there's always more work to be done. And so when I did my um, internship in Australia, I would always ask my senior manager for more work when I had finished everything, even if it was five o'clock and it was the end of the day and I really wanted to go home, I would ask for more work because ultimately an internship is for the experience. It's for you and you only. And so I took it upon myself to ask for more work and I ended up getting harder, more challenging um, documentation and controls to work on. And it was super beneficial because I got to see a lot of things that other interns didn't. So I think just keeping it in perspective that the internship is for you and you alone and really making sure you're making the most out of it is the best way to stand out to the people around you. Yeah, especially in future careers too. Um, just if you always do only exactly what was asked of you, um, you're probably not going to get as far as someone who takes the initiative or uh, stays late or does various things to you know stand out and really show the company that they're uh, passionate about what they do and they're always willing to help. I think that's a good point. Yeah, and another uh, angle from that that I think is important for internships that sometimes people don't realize uh, was some good advice that I got uh, from my connection at my first internship where he was saying an internship isn't only figuring out what you like to do and figuring out what you're good at. It's also figuring out what you really don't like to do. Um, so the, the internships where you're not getting any benefit would be if you get towards the end of it and you still don't know if you like it at all or if you didn't like anything and you're just kind of neutral to the whole internship process, then you really didn't gain anything. But even if you hated the internship for the three months, but you realize I absolutely don't want to do that, then it helps out in your career. So then you're not jumping into a career where you're not going to be happy. So even if the internship itself doesn't end up being what you think it is, it can still benefit you. And in those situations, just focusing on 
how can you improve skills that you can transfer over and how can you get through that? And then once you're done, realize, okay, I never want to go back to doing that again. Yeah, for sure. One other thing that uh, was interesting is that it's really important how you present yourself in an internship. So we talked a little bit about how, you know, you interact with teams, how you interact with various people on a daily basis, but also even just as simple as the clothes you wear. Um, so I know in my internship, uh, Walmart has a, a dress code that's more casual. So they, they allow jeans. Um, but it's one of those things that I could have followed that dress code and wore jeans every day and, uh, looked, you know, not quite as professional as I could. Um, but as an intern, I decided to just go one step above that and just dress in traditional business casual. And just to show that, you know, I was really passionate about the work I was doing. I was passionate about uh, presenting myself well on a daily basis instead of, uh, you know, just following the dress code. So that's just a little thing and little things like that, that I don't know if it helped or not. Um, but just, you know, showing, you know, just presenting yourself well on a daily basis is important. Did you guys have anything like that? Yeah, I think especially if you're client facing, I know for my firm, I was client facing every day. And so Dressing in business professional was really important to my audit team. And if I hadn't been dressed appropriately, that would have been a problem. So I think also being like, if you're going to be at just the office, that's one thing. But if you're going to be facing a client, you're going to be representing the firm. You want to be dressed um, professionally. And I think also just dressing for the job that you want to have is key. And so if you want to rise in the firm and you want to be successful and work hard, I think dressing the part is a good way to go. And another point with that is presenting yourself, not only with what you're wearing, but presenting yourself by showing up on time, you know, making sure that you're not taking extended lunch breaks or doing things that wouldn't be presenting yourself as a hardworking, you know, and uh, ethical worker that you are. So even if you're dressed really nice every day, but you show up 30 minutes later than you're supposed to, or, you know, you're not where you are when your team expects you to be there. Uh, then it doesn't really help presenting yourself because then they can't rely on you when they need something because they you know, can never track you down or they're wasting time trying to find you rather than actually working. Yeah, and to add to that, having a positive attitude is so important during the internship because they want to see you being super ready to contribute and super excited about the job. And if you don't have that really positive attitude, they're not going to want to hire you. Yeah, that was one of the things I got in my feedback uh, halfway through the summer was that positive attitude was something that they were really impressed with uh, because they know you're not going to know everything coming in. Um, you know, some of the subject matter or some of the projects that you're on may be a little difficult. Um, and so if you keep attacking those projects every day with a positive attitude and just know that eventually you will figure it out, you'll use the resources that you have to uh, be successful, that's what they want to see. They don't want to see you getting discouraged and mad and be like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? This is too hard. Uh, they want to see that you're, you know, coming to work every day and you really like what you're doing and you're passionate about solving those problems. Yeah, definitely. Did you guys need to relocate for your internships or were those housing that you had already set up or at your house or what was your situation like? Yeah, so for me, um, they Walmart provided a relocation package. Even though I had, uh, since it's in Bentonville, I had an apartment in Fayetteville. That was still over a 30-minute drive every day to work. Uh, so I ended up 
taking the relocation package and they had a hotel up in Bentonville um, that they provided. Uh, so it was really nice. And so this isn't something that's going to be uh, the same for every internship. Obviously some don't provide relocation, some do. Uh, so, you know, as you go through the process, asking about that or seeing what they provide is really important, but uh, it's definitely something to take advantage of if you can, because I know I was put in a hotel with a whole bunch of other interns. So not only did I have closer housing, but I also got to meet a lot of other cool people working for the same company. Yeah, for me, I'm from Dallas and that's where my <clears throat> internship was. Granted, I'm about an hour away from the office and um, my firm does not provide housing. However, they do provide um, a sign-on bonus. And so that sign-on bonus can be used for housing. But a lot of times, a lot of firms don't do that. And so it's pretty important to try to establish where you're going to live before deciding on that location. Because if you know that the Airbnbs or the hotels are going to be extremely expensive and you're not actually going to make any money from the internship, if that's important to you, then you'll definitely want to consider those factors before applying to that internship at that specific location. Yeah, it definitely plays into compensation. Uh, for my internship, uh, most recently, the first two years I was in uh, a position that was close enough where I could drive from home so I didn't have housing. But this most recent summer, I was in uh, Fort Myers, Florida, uh, and so I needed uh, housing down there. And luckily, Gartner actually included housing as part of the compensation, so that made it where even the it's not technically in the pay, it's something to consider when you're choosing because first of all, it's the cost of finding a place, but even more importantly, how difficult it can be to find a place for only three months that you need it for. So having the housing being included is definitely something to look into or at least having some assistance where they can you know, point you in the right direction because it, it can be really difficult to find housing for the limited amount of time that you need because most leases are usually six months at the shortest. So that was a big factor in being able to make such a big jump down to Florida for me. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of times with those three-month leases, they increase you know, the rent or the price for it since it's like a short period. Yeah, and so it was definitely, and the same thing that Ryan was saying, it was nice too because we were all, all the interns were in the same housing complex or in this case it was uh florida gulf coast university so we were all in the same university living situation so you can better network you can better communicate you can build those friendships and just have the out of work experience that's a little bit better than if you just ended up everyone living in different places and needing to track people down yeah definitely so one thing that i'm curious about um so we each had these internships and uh, what did the conversion process look like? So I know um, a lot of times internships turn into full-time positions for the future um, and you can either accept or not accept those. What is that or what did that process look like for each of you? So for my first internship, I was offered the full-time position the week after and they were willing to extend it a full year to wait until I did my next internship. But since I already knew I kind of didn't want to go into finance, I rejected that full-time offer and went ahead and did my second internship. And the closing week of that internship, the final week, they would call us in and do formal interviews and kind of performance reviews. And that's when they would offer us the full-time position. And I think we only had three weeks to accept or deny the um, full-time offer. And that was at Deloitte, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Garrett, what about you? Yeah, for mine, so the first uh, internship I had, they offered another internship, but I'd already been there for the first two summers. I wanted to do something different, get a different outlook, uh, you know, really expand. So I turned that one down. And then this most recent summer, I knew there wasn't going to be a full-time offer in the role I was in. Um, I was in financial planning and analysis and they didn't have room on the team. Uh, But towards the end of the internship, they knew that as well. And so I started reaching out uh, to other areas and I interviewed or not interviewed, but kind of talked to and got to know other teams uh, in the finance area. And then post-internship, I got an offer from one of those teams to join um, the variable compensation team. So even though it wasn't the team and position that I had in the internship, it directly led to another offer. Um, And in that situation, I, I ended up turning it down as well. But the importance from that too was just even if there isn't a direct full-time position in the area, it doesn't mean that you can't look for other roles that are similar or even say that you have interest in another area. Would there be something? Uh, because if you're a good worker, then they'll find a position that kind of fits your needs and interests. Exactly. And that goes back to the networking that we were talking about earlier. Um, not only just networking on your team, but also getting to know people in the company um, and what they do in their various departments. So if something like that does happen, um, you know, you may have found something that you kind of like and that you would like to do full time. And then you can rely on those connections that you've made with those other people in those different departments. Um, uh, to yeah. And you have built position. in reference. Uh, you have built in references from your team if you did well. So even though they don't have a full time position, it goes a long way if your manager said, you know, I definitely would hire him if we had a position open or, or something like that. So you have pretty much as strong of a, a reference as you can have because it's somebody working in an extremely similar managing position that's vouching for you as a worker. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so for me, it's a little different. I was a, or I was a, it was right after my sophomore year last summer. So I'm a junior right now. Um, so I didn't have a full-time offer ready to go the next year. Um, but it was really nice of Walmart. One of the things that they did was like Mia said, they, uh, gave me a full-time offer for the future. So I'd have until the next summer, end of next summer to decide, uh, whether that was something I wanted to do or not, since I will have a different internship this coming summer. Um, so that's really, uh, it's really good of them to do, uh, but it's really not that common. I don't think uh, it's really hard for a company to keep a position open for a long time. Uh, but that'll just depend on the company. And also it'll depend on kind of, you know, what you've done, how you've proved yourself in the internship, uh, whether they want to, you know, take that risk and offer you a position. So I'm still deciding, obviously I'll see after this summer, uh, with this PwC internship, but then I'll make my decision then. So one thing, if you had to pick one piece of advice for people, whether they were just beginning the internship process or maybe they have an internship this summer, what's one piece of advice that you would give to them? Uh, I would say if, oh, you go. Sorry. Um, I guess my biggest piece of advice to anybody who's um, trying to find an internship or beginning an internship is be very ambitious and direct with your intentions. So if you're in the process of searching for an internship, go up to someone after a lecture and shake their hand and introduce yourself and grab a business card and send them an email and thank them. Cause you just never know where that connection is going to go. You know, go on your LinkedIn and connect with people that you met throughout the day 
keep in touch with them because that relationship could lead somewhere. Network to your fullest potential. And then when you start, if you receive that internship, really start with a positive attitude and continue to network and build because those are the connections that are going to really benefit you in your future career. Yeah, my advice was similar to that in the sense of just kind of adopting a mindset that everything that's going on and whether it's the application or the actual internship is something that you're using to learn and develop for a future career. So even if it is uh, a position that you end up not getting, you know, reaching out and to the person that you interviewed with and saying, what things could I work on better? Or, you know, where could I improve? So then you can turn that into a learning opportunity. If it's the internship itself, again, you know, asking those questions, reaching out to other teams, figuring out as much as you can while you're working there. And then at the end of it, you can look back and say, okay, I really enjoyed this part of it. I want to go into that area, even if it's with a different company. So maybe it isn't something that fits directly for you, but because you came at it as I just want to learn and understand that you're not going to know everything. And there are going to be times where you make mistakes and you have to ask questions on how to fix things, uh, not to be afraid to do those. Yeah, definitely. And I think along both of those lines is even when you get the internship, it's the, the interview uh, pr- or the process of the internships, not over. Right. So you have to continue to treat the actual internship where you're doing the work as an extended interview and still take initiative, still prove yourself, still present yourself as best that you can. Um, because an internship's not a full time position. And even a full time position is able to be taken away. Uh, so just always know that uh, you should continue proving yourself, continue um, being the best that you can be in everything that you're doing, because everything that you do will be seen by the company and they will make their decision off of that. So if you're doing good work, you're getting along well with the team, if you're taking initiative, uh, things like that, they'll see that it'll reflect positively on you and then it will uh, allow you to get a full-time position or whatever you may be looking for. Perfect. All right. All right. Well, thank you both for uh, talking with me today about our internship process. If anyone has any questions about uh, the internship process or anything like that, uh, definitely connect with each of us on LinkedIn or uh, anything that you want. Uh, But yeah, we're always available for questions and we're also tutors at the BCL. So if you have any questions about cover letters or anything like that for applying to jobs, uh, definitely come see us as well. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you.